0: Welcome back to the Mr. Prime Minister's podcast. I'm your host, Chris. As always, with me is my brother Matt. I don't think we've revealed our last names, because if we say something stupid on this, no one knows who we are. That's true. I think I, I think we have.
1: I mean, what do you mean oh, well, if I think
0: I mean how many how many I was gonna say our last name, I just give it away, but I mean we got a pretty common last name, so Yeah. Lisa <laughs> uh,
1: S. Oh no, that's too obvious. Cell so Simpson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, go for it. I'm just gonna say we've had a bit of a hiatus, haven't we? It's yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Um, <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's a great old joke.
0: Yeah, sorry everyone. Uh, I know you've all been keen to hear the next instalment <laughs> of the next prime minister, and it's also today we're going to focus on a prime minister you've already heard of. I just want to tie the knot off, off this his last, um, his last term, I guess. And he was I, so influential, I have, we have to speak about him. Of course, it's the one and only... Mr... Mr. Curtin. Deacon. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's always Deacon, man. I'm telling, I love I Deacon. I don't know
1: why I was thinking... Curtin, <laughs> Curtin's right near Deacon, suburb-wise. So maybe that's, <laughs> that's why I... <laughs> I don't know. Do you but think the more important Prime Minister's got suburbs closer to Parliament House? Well... Deacon and Curtin. De- and Barton. Barton. Barton is,
0: like, the suburb right outside the Cohen's Parliament House. pretty big. Um, another one would be, like, Menzies, but there's no Menzies, is there?
1: I think it's going to be a new suburb. I mean, wait,
0: why isn't that in a suburb? Because he was, like, probably the best Prime Minister everybody.
1: Wouldn't you want to live in Hawke? I think Hawke would be somewhere I'd want to live.
0: Yeah, Hawke. Um, is there a Franklin? Yeah, there is a there is a Franklin. Yeah? Yeah. That's uh, interesting. I'm sure everyone finds this interesting, just naming... Camera Suburbs. Camera Suburbs and how just so boring... Just edit it out, Chris. Just edit it out. (laughs) Uh, You know me now. I don't edit edit these anymore. Oh, good. Um, Now, let's talk about Alfred Dick and his last hoorah before just fading away. Can we find... Can you just
1: spoil it for me? Did he
0: get a full term
1: this time? Well...
0: Actually, I can't even remember not how really. he came to power.
1: I can't even remember who he took over from. Well, let's, so we'll let's do a
0: bit of a recap. Before I do that, our last episode, we, we talked about Andrew Fisher. And from... There's not a lot about Andrew Fisher, but, you know, one of the first Labour guys. First or second Labour leader, technically, after Watson. But um, he served three times like Deakin. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to go back to him because there's not a whole lot on him like Deacon like there's a lot on Deacon and there's barely anything on Fisher yeah even and we did cover a lot of what he kind of achieved in his second term which is what he he's like longest term and most successful term same with Deacon we actually didn't cover (laughs) his second term his longest and most successful but I think we've we've covered enough of him and mentioned enough of his achievements I think people get the gist of it and I don't like this isn't a podcast where we like blow by blow accounts of like their, what they did in office yeah, no, just no one give me wants the highlights that. man. yeah that's right yeah i'm just saying that for mainly for me <laughs> you're like you're mainly like clarifying M- proof of concept
1: here <laughs> yeah. you know we, it started out blow by blow but now it's actually going to be just the highlights
0: you know what i mean? i like i like something i'd like just to know how people got to where they were and i like to hear the story behind that and sometimes it gets a bit dry and i yeah. want to hear about the the ins and outs oh, sorry i'll move you along as soon as, as, as we get into the minutiae but andrew fisher i'm just like looking at more of his photos, he was an. Attra- he's probably the most attractive prime minister. Really, yeah, I'm putting it down there. He's, he's probably gay. <laughs> Andrew. Oh
1: yeah, most attractive prime minister. You see the prime ministers Just, like, before Andrew Fisher?
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but let's let's do Watson because like he's definitely far, f- the far most in- interesting prime minister. I have to I have to say. Who. Uh, sorry, no. Did I say Fisher? Yeah. Sorry, I, I meant uh, Deacon. Go, go. I've been sorry. I was just me, I was just mesmerised by by his face and <laughs> yeah. his like strong jawline and his butch moustache.
1: You need to provide slides on what he looks like.
0: You know what he looks like. I can't remember. It's been no. a while. It's been a while. Um, now let's talk about let's talk about um, Deacon and um, his third term. A little bit. This is more of a retrospective. From a podcast perspective, and also on his life, and just some of the things that we liked about him, some of the things we didn't like about him. I feel like we give him justice because also I think he's going to be the thumbnail for the for the podcast or so the, the, the 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 logo for the podcast. I'm I'm working with some AI at the moment to generate some really cool um, new podcast art.
1: I love it. I've seen yeah. some. Yeah, some, I'm still some working through
0: some of it's really bad. Some of it's really um, a lot of it. it Interesting stuff. I mean, the spiritualism, you got to you got to insert that somewhere. Like, putting like, ghosts in the background. Yeah, the ones
1: with Deacon are interesting. Like, he, he's bent over a table with a book and, like, he's doing, oh, yeah. like, an incense incantation type Yeah, thing I've been
0: doing... It. I've been asking AI to um, basically create an image where uh, Deacon's doing during a seance... And it's in the style of anime. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a criteria yeah, that was, for your... Uh, yeah. Theme. Okay, that's great. That I was sense. like, in the style of anime, Australian Prime Minister Alfred Deakin conducting a seance and there's a demon behind him. And that's pretty much... You know, it's really funny. I think I've told you this, like, with the AI art. I want him... I want to kind of add, like, modern day props within the image. So I'll say, like, for example, he's drinking, like, a VB. Like, a stubby VB. He's got, like, a backwards hat and, like, truck cap on, Right. <laughs> and yeah. every time I put it in to the AI and I say it's modern it's new like I say it's a blue Yeti mic and every time it, it generates the image it goes back to the olden days so instead of the mic it's like an olden, olden days mic yeah 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 even though it wasn't invented in like like turn of the century and also like hats it goes back to like, <laughs> goes to, like to like a Sherlock Holmes <laughs> yeah. kind of hat yeah I wonder why it's kind of I don't know it's too it's too smart for okay. its own good I, okay um, but let's talk about um, Deacon. So his final um, his final kind of reign um, and entry into politics um, was actually a time where he basically fused the two parties together. So it was a very momentous occasion. But unfortunately, it didn't last that long. It, it, was, it didn't go as long as his second term, which is like three and a half years. Mm. Uh, this one only lasted... Like 10 months. Just third term. Um, And then also. This
1: guy gets a new job faster
0: than you do. I know, right? (laughs) I never had a job for three years, so I can't say that. But uh, even when he stuck to it, he was very. He was considering leaving politics at various stages throughout these terms as well. Do we know
1: if they're getting paid any more than they were at the beginning of this, the federated period of time? Like. I remember they were getting paid shit, and They're that's why Bart shit, was yeah. like,
0: oh, I'm going to go fucking bail lawyer again. Yeah, I don't think they get. I, I don't think it. I think it's a progressive thing that happens over, like, a, literally a century. Yeah. Well, to the point where they get paid pretty well now.
1: They get paid some of the highest. Well, our uh, Prime Minister is one of the highest paid heads of state in the world. Yeah, when you compare it to. Like even the United States It's in the top 10 I'm pretty sure it's in the top 10 If not the top 15 oh, That's interesting And the, the You can think about it as well Like the top 5 places Are held by Like I don't know Sultan of Brunei You know With billions of dollars Of wealth Yeah So it's not really fair to, But yeah It's like 400 plus Thousand dollars a year
0: Yeah that's I mean deal. So Deacon was He's getting it From all sides By this stage Because He's do, he's doing a, enough Political manoeuvring He's pissing off people Left right and centre and he's getting really pissed off with labor as well. He was just really annoyed at the fact that labor had this party discipline and he saw it as a huge threat. Like no one can, could get a, get around them because they were just too big too unwieldy and they were all kind of voted in one block. So he, he just had enough and just decided to come up with this idea to go to the free traders and go, Hey, look, and go to the anti-socialists and go, Hey, look, let's just fuse the party together. Let's just, let's just go at them. Hmm. Uh, but didn't last long, like you said. Well, the party lasted, but it was. I think Deacon overestimated the need for this, and, and also underestimated Labour's abilities coming like to campaign, because like he lost the election. Basically, that's kind of how. But I'll go through it. So, because he was getting it from all sides, he actually even he's like best mate, like one of his best mates. Who ran the Age, the newspaper, David Sm- David Smee. Um, They were like he was like his mentor, David. Like he kind of um, even suggested that uh, Dick could run for politics hmm. in one of these seats. So he was kind of responsible for his career, um, but because he kind of compromised and went to the free traders and said, let's, let's let's band together and do this, David thought that was a bit of a slap in the face, and he. Wrote an editorial um, saying that um, Deacon had lost himself in the clouds amongst political, po- sorry, politico philosophical questions and transcendental musings because he just was so caught up in it all. Uh, and so he just thought that like, no, no, just fucking, just do it. Just like, just be who you are and just do what you, you you're here to do. Don't think about it. Hmm. Just do it.
1: Imagine how pissed he would be. His best mate. Calling him out in the age. Like, I think that's a pretty big deal.
0: Well, it was a huge falling out between the two, and then Deacon ended up writing back to Spain said that he had been more deeply upset by this incident than by any by any during my political life.
1: Holy... Okay, so it hurt him. It hurt him
0: bad, hurt him bad man. That sucks. Yeah. So the reason why David was so mad, just to backtrack a little bit, was because... So Deacon was like caught between two worlds, you know, he's caught between these obstructionists, the, the Labour guys, on one hand, oh sorry, no, like his own people in his own party who were obstructing all these bills. And you've got the Labour who were very much had their own means and their their own purpose, which was at odds with Deacons. Yep. So he's kinda like, I'm just trying to get things done. And he's trying to balance it all. And David's like, no fuck that. Like just stop with a gobbledygook. And just fucking do it you know yeah yeah this is when deacon was doing all this maneuvering and and figuring out things and understanding that label was a force to be reckoned with so in may 1909 deacon agreed to the fusion of the anti-socialists the liberal protectionists and also um, uh, another corner like a, a little group who were just like on their own <laughs> they were called the forest corner group Forrest. Forrest, yeah. He was another... um, Was it John Forrest? Uh, Yeah, John Forrest, yeah. Um, Who was a big supporter of Deacon. Along with uh, Joseph Cook, who we'll get to in a second. So he had a core group of people, kind of like his Avengers. (laughs) His Avengers? Avengers. I tried... I I actually did ask the AI art to create... Did I show you that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I asked the AI art to create... Uh, the Avengers But they're all Prime <laughs> in the Ministers And they actually came up With some no, cool I shit I didn't
1: like them Because it, oh, it just made One of them look like Iron Man The rest of them Just had suits And buff chests
0: Yeah but I like that It's kind of like uh, Legally extraordinary that's, Gentlemen That's
1: exactly What I thought too. Yeah, yeah like, uh, You just
0: have like One dude's got cool arm And the rest of them Have like got some weird Like Psychic power Yeah, yeah. You can see D could be in, Like the psychic And just be in the yeah, Professor, X. In Professor X Professor X shit Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, well, I know we're X-Men On Avengers But anyway X-Men are better <laughs> Um... Agreed. So he... He... he. I mean, I, I don't think it takes much... Because they all... Everyone understands what Labour's doing... And how much of a nuisance they are. Um... And how much political threat they are. So they just all kind of decide that this is probably the best thing to do. So yeah, they walk in. Fisher's just completely taken aback. He just didn't... Did not see this coming. And was curtly dismissed. Um...
1: But how does it happen, though? Like You're just saying it like... They just go to him. the
0: government general because like that's the thing that they... It's whoever, whoever has a majority, right? It could form a caucus. And so what's that? that's what they did. They go, all right, we'll, we'll form our own party. We've got the majority now. We all agree on a leader. It's deacon. We've got more members than Labour. So now, officially, we outnumber the Labour.
2: Yeah. So
0: they have to go to the government general. All right, the government general all right, we'll form a government. And you know, then they all pick their portfolios and then they're like, all right, you're, you're
1: leading now. So let's say it happens today, right? We've got, who's in power now? Labor. Labor. Yeah. <laughs> I've, literally, I literally have no idea. Um, all right, Albus Sneezy, that's right. Um, let's say a couple of Albus Sneezy's backbenchers just go, like, we're all liberals now, right? Mm-hmm. And just one one person tips the balance in the favor of liberals yeah they're now the government pretty much man even though australians didn't vote for the majority they voted yeah. for the people under the current ideological beliefs yeah and they could change their minds at any moment join another party and then all of a sudden
0: we've got a liberal government yeah
1: It happens all the time
0: Like we have Minority governments All the time Like even Recent history Like Mid 2000s A lot of Greens candidates Got up And it it was like Pretty even on Labour Liberal So Labour had to Kind of court the Greens And like Give them portfolios Or Promise them They'll do certain things Otherwise As long as they Vote for You know Yeah Side
1: with That party Yeah Yeah Okay Interesting
0: Um So they can't govern outright, but they could still do some things knowing that they, you know, have their support. Um, Okay. So in this instance, they formed the party. Deacon
1: conglomerated the little minor parties, went to the governor general and said, we now have power. And then Fisher's like, fuck, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah. I don't think think anyone would have... That's a pretty big political move, right? Probably something really hard to pull off as well. Yeah, well, it it says... this is a quote: "The political confusion produced some of the most dramatic scenes of federal parliamentary history." And uh, I don't know, but it's probably inevitable, right? But at that time, yeah, probably mm. right. Like they're still forming
1: this concept of government. Too,
0: we're just too small, and I feel like even even federally, like it was, just, it, there wasn't enough people to really garner enough views to have three or four political parties that could only sustain what it seems even today two parties right three well, i mean well that's not true i mean you get greens are getting bigger and we've had democrats in the past and
1: yeah but those are based on ideological changes as well right greens are yeah. only becoming as big as they
0: are because of the way the, the world is working man, it gets these days even more confusing man because even labor starts splintering off into nationalists and then you got like yeah. that's true you get and like coming
1: up in the like shit happening in 50s 60s oh yeah and getting into like cold war territory communism and then, like we're the like the white, what is the the one nation? Like, I can't wait to get. To oh yeah. <laughs> well, not not see. To look, this is right gonna time. be way
0: more interesting to get. All I mean, this is still interesting, but it's just so too far away, and 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 so. Like I can't
1: even relate to any of the policies, right? Like, yeah, I can't, I can't... the
0: policies are all different, you know. Yeah, and they're all oh, yeah, and all racists and <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez. So a lot of people, for a lot of close friends of Deacon, believed. And Dickens' integrity, but many saw that as like being nothing more than a, like a, a, a grab for power. Um, it was just so. Uh, even though he did solve the problem of this kind of merry-go-round of leaders, it was it was it was a kind of people did think it was just another way just to him get back into power. Right, At he's all just cost. pulling it, pulling pulling his usual tricks. Yeah, I
1: mean, he has been in power three times now.
0: Yeah, so he joins, he gets John Forrest, and I want to, I'll talk about John Forrest just a little bit. So he was um, protectionist. He was born in WA. Um, he was Australia's first surveyor. Interesting fact.
1: Is first person with that professional title, or like surveyors didn't exist until he became one?
0: That's a good question.
1: Like a surveyor of like I think it's official. It land. must be like
0: you, you're the official guy surveys shit. We just need someone to survey it.
1: Or is he like the surveyor is the head surveyor? Well, maybe
0: it's like a bit of both. Like surveys weren't exist didn't exist then, and then they were like this. You're building shit on a hill. Sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't build there on a sandy hill. <laughs> on <you>, uh, June. <laughs> that,
1: that is a name for a
0: sandy. And uh they didn't have one professional and then so like professional was probably getting bigger and they're like, Alright, oh, well just you're our first one. Yeah. Um, he was the first person across the non N- Plain. plane. That's
1: interesting. Yeah. That's no small feat. I he imagine,
0: was also back the de- in nineteen oh eight. He was also the premier of WA. And he was the first postmaster general in the Barton government. But he's only there for seventeen days.
1: <laughs> first first and then he decided well, you know what being the postmaster general was probably a really shitty job
0: well he he gave it up to be the defense minister
1: that seems like a good trade
0: but back in the day postmaster General was a big important role it was like basically the minister of comms like the minister yeah, of, okay like you control everything you control communication a flow of information yeah that's fair so that was it was a big role um, and he was he served as treasurer in Deacons party um and it was always kind of loyal to him and then also another big staunch defender of Deacon was joseph cook who also became prime minister um not after deacon was fisher again but after fisher um joseph cook was interesting we'll we'll talk about him later but um yeah he was once a member he was a labor member and then turned to free trade because he didn't like the party discipline but he'd switch parties so many times he he was Joseph Cook was for first Labor, then he became an independent, then he joined the Free Traders, then he, then he came combo Commonwealth Liberal with with Deakin, and then after that he became a Nationalist.
1: I'm fucking get getting elected too.
0: He, yeah, man. Oh no, he he's only once, but he flip flopped all over the place, man. But he he was an interesting guy because he his views evolved over time. Like he he definitely had more of a Labor Socialist kind of leanings early on yeah. in his career, and then evolved into more conservatism um that's interesting yeah more progressive liberal
1: you would have that kind of figured out before you go into politics right
0: that's what i thought right like you and you see that a lot i mean it's very rare for people to cross the aisle oh, and yeah change. Well, i
1: imagine so because yeah. your whole you build it like okay especially these days right i imagine yeah. people they their whole careers are based in a particular political party the idea of restarting is pretty much like saying, oh I'm um like I'm a bricklayer and now I'm gonna go become a plumber. They're not the same thing. Yeah. You've got to start from the bottom again. yeah, right you might have an understanding of how things get put together and you might have some practical skills, but like realistically you're starting all over again. so I can't imagine it happening ever if it's ever happened well I mean successfully these days, more, more modern times.
0: Yeah, if you're changing parties. Yeah, it's like it's like changing a job, isn't it? It's like yeah, like you've yeah. got a
1: network. People like you because you're in a particular party. You have a connection. You just decide you're Labour for one day and Liberal the next. What everyone's going to trust you all of a sudden? Everyone's going to yeah. It's such an interesting concept. I imagine it's never happened in like the last I don't know forty years.
0: Yeah, I think they were a lot more forgiving of that back in the day. I would like to think. I don't know. Was
1: well, a whole apparently they were. This guy did what three or four or five. Flips in, flips in the space of like a couple of years.
0: Yeah, well, Joe, Cook was. Um, we'll talk about him after because he's next. But um, but I want to spend too much on Deacon because we, I mean we talked we talked about Deacon all the time. Uh, so yeah, so that was uh, it's kind of his crew. You got you got Forrest and you've got you got Cook. And he's pretty confident. So Deacon's confident because this is the first time. He can get uh, he can govern without the kind of threat of lab coming in and pushing him over until the election, which is like in about a better year's time or, or ten months' time. So he's sworn in, fusion party as they're called. Um, even though he only had about ten months to do stuff, they got a, got a fair, fair bit done. Um, he Deacon ordered um, the Australia. Which is the stra- our own dreadnought battle cruiser?
1: He ordered what?
0: The, it was called the Australia. It was the, our first. So it was just one ship, though. Yeah, it's called yeah. Our, It was like our own dreadnought. know, after that, all that oh, Wallamoo shit with the, the the torpedo boats and shit like stuff. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Should we get one really big ship? Well, or they did. We they way? got
0: one. They called it the Australia. It was a, It was like a dreadnought battle cruiser. Dreadnought battle.
1: Cruiser. Dreadnoughts aren't common at all.
0: Well, dreadnoughts were maybe
1: at the, in the time period, but.
0: So yeah, what else did they do? Oh yeah, they created a separate Australian coinage So they didn't use the British one anymore What else he got? he got up to? Oh, he, he established compulsory military training for young men He defined the extent of the Australian Capital Territory for, for Canberra huh. Created the Office of the Australian High Commission for the uh, UK And it was like Australia's first official diplomatic posting um, And then oh, he, Sorry. So he created the High Commission in UK.
1: Oh, just the UK though. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, he got a fair bit done during this time. Um, but, oh, excuse me. He still had to face an election. Um, so by April 1910, he didn't call an early election. He thought that he would just run um, the entire... So it's like maximal length yeah the maximum length you can do it which may or may not have been a a bad move but he was pretty confident he was expecting I had him in quotes here sweeping victory um, he was anticipating that after being confirmed in office he could complete his legislative agenda so after sorry after this win he's been given a mandate by the people like he does, he, he probably feels like a bit of a well, people are telling him that he's not there by any merit because he just fused the parties together and was naturally the one with the most people on his side. Yeah. He hasn't been elected yet. So he thinks this is going to validate it. Um, and then he's going to get shit done.
1: Um, <laughs> But he couldn't. He didn't.
0: Yeah. So 1910, federal election. It was, so it was the first time in Australia that um, it was a straight choice between two alternative parties for, oh. for people yeah okay so back then they had like three or four choices now they vote really just two and um, it was dude they got slaughtered they call it it was like the Waterloo of the Liberal Party um, <coughs> many of them many of the protect former protectionists lost their seats Deakin almost lost his himself by. he only won by 500 votes which probably isn't a lot back then it's probably like 2-3% of the vote for him.
1: Yeah. That's nice. Um,
0: so winning by just by a factor of that. Um So the reason why they thought Labour kind of came in uh, and just outdid him, um, was because the hypocrisy, like deacon's hypocrisy. So basically, you know, they were saying that the biggest concern for Labour was that they voted in a block and they voted they voted t- together. Well, but they could just did the same thing with the fusion parties. Like they they were all banded together and they're, they're fucking voting together and they're yeah. doing the same thing. So everyone's like, well, I don't know what the difference is. You're doing this. You're blaming this dude for doing that thing. So they go, yeah, okay. So that's probably the, probably the main reason why they, they just didn't campaign well either. I think, well, no, it was, it was brought up a lot during the campaign, I should say. Yeah. Right. Um, so they
1: had a bad reputation Well, like a smear against their name.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I feel, yeah. If, but the, I don't know. Like I feel just reading about it, there wasn't. It just seemed like the, the most logical, sensible thing to do, right? Well, and to vote Labour. No, to, to to band them all together oh, and fuse them, right? Like yeah,
1: but you got to remember as well. Like you think it's a different time. Yeah. Like people probably like you know people had a bit more um, I don't know, that feeling of honor. Well, yeah, royalty.
0: they're very, all very honourable. Like a lot of them, like giving up knighthoods, and they were just really into public service and yeah. And they probably saw boring. this
1: as like you know the general people being like, I don't know, like they good also because you know, there was tension amongst the, the amalgamated parties. I imagine right? They don't all agree; otherwise, they would have been a party initially, <laughs> right? Yeah. So then, you know, if you're if you join with a party, let's just say like you're you know you're a labor guy for instance and your labor party just joins with one nation you're gonna be like whoa 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 whoa! i didn't vote for one nation but now you're the majority party and then
0: well you're kind of alluding to what happens to labor party in years to come where like like we just mentioned like watson didn't believe in or he did he did he believed in conscription he wanted that and then most of the labor people didn't and the way the party worked is that he couldn't cross that line. He had to kind of toe the party line even though he had, there are nuances. And I think that's probably what there were like all the protectionists and the free traders to some extent didn't work together as well because there are so many nuances in their philosophy that they could disagree. But Labour kind of, they didn't have that. They, they, they didn't, it almost did as if nuances didn't exist. And, and then, yeah, the people start, factoring like creating their own factions and, and splintering off
1: yeah interesting
0: um and being successful as well like some of these splinter groups became prime minister as well they, they formed a prime minister out of it like billy hughes and i think some others as well like spoiler alert
1: don't worry i don't know any of these names <laughs> not spoiling anything <laughs> don't know what year it was never heard of this person before it's all good
0: billy hughes would be interesting uh, so Deacon stayed on after his defeat for another three years as leader, leader of the opposition. Uh, he he's also at this stage got a lot of health problems. Early dementias kind of setting in a little. Is that bit. old. Yeah, a little. Um,
1: well, I mean, guess the average lifespan is different then, but still, like I thought, these guys were in their like forties. 50s Well,
0: he was not yet sixty, so it's probably like maybe mid-50s.
1: Yeah, so that's just weird that he's... Yeah, anyway.
0: Um, yeah, he wasn't even 60 when he retired in 1913.
1: Yeah, well, um, all, the, all, yeah. all the earlier generations have earlier retirement ages. I'm surprised they didn't retire at 30.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of just... And then he... I think he moved to... back. Uh, I know, I think he stayed in uh, Australia. I don't know exactly what he did, but... Um, I didn't focus too much on that because I wanted to talk about more of his legacy. And I was just... I was doing a bit more research about, like, his religion and... What religion was he again? Uh, Well, he's... I don't know the exact denomination, but he's, like, Christian. Yeah. He wasn't... wasn't, I don't know. There's a very... Because of the, like... I can't remember exactly his denomination.
1: What's his name? Alfred Deacon?
0: Yeah, look that up. Jamie, look that up. Bring that bitch Um, but he used, some people believe that he used religion to push down the dread, like the existential dread that he felt, right? And also as a guiding kind of light for his, for his life. Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, which use, everyone uses religion for, I guess, right? But like, um, he he really didn't know what he wanted to do. And, he, and like, he wrote about it all constantly. Yeah, did you find out? Uh, say? I actually can I actually don't re- remember what to, what exactly it was. Christian
1: just just says yeah. Christian.
0: Yeah, well, it's really funny because I've got the do- denomination for Joseph Cook, who was also quite religious and a bit of a layman as well. Himself. And what does it say? He was a special. A oh, what was he? he? Joseph Cook was because. His religion made him. Oh, he was a primitive Methodist.
1: Primitive Methodist. Yeah. I, I mean, primitive. In the Dude, sense I of went
0: down a rabbit hole of Methodist denominations and split. Like it's wild how many Wikipedia articles there are about like very specific denominations of Christianity. Like it, it's just it's split. They just go. Spot. They just spiral out of control, yeah, it's a man. Spectrum, right?
1: No, um, um, just Deacon was a member of the uh, the um, it's theosophical, like the, yeah, theosophical society. Theo- yeah, it's just I don't know why I was reading that wrong, but yeah, theosophical S- society, <laughs> um, founded in New York City in 1875, draws um, upon a wide array of influences among the older European philosophies and movements, such as. Neo-Platon- Platonism And occultism Yeah As well as such uh, Such parts of um, Asian religious traditions Such as Hinduism Buddhism and Islam That's interesting Yeah That sort of le- Like leans into That whole theory That he was just Sort of like I mean Christian Obviously as his base But then You know Looking into the uh, Occult Yeah, Interesting
0: Yeah I mean He drew a lot From, from his religion um, But then you got The craziness side of it He actually thought some really famous, um, so the I don't know. I, I had to look these guys up: John Knox, um, Thomas Macaulay, um, John Bunyan, and John Stuart Mill, who I kind of f- familiar with. What about? I think it? they're all thinkers and like phil ph- uh, philosophers and of the creatures. Yeah, back in the day, and they were all like before his time, way before his time. oh right. He believed they came. They he was visited them in spirit form. <laughs> and in, in well, part, they visited him yeah and parted him not philosophies like um, predictions in, in for his future I'm like something he should do
1: interesting so
0: he recorded their advice in a diary and the spirits urged him to not yield to depression uh, they advised him on reading and on his health <laughs> Jesus. Uh, one reassured him that in a forthcoming speech quote, a grand spirit would le- lend my words weight, so that I shall convince and conquer in spite of opposition. Shall be great reformer. And the diary turns again and again and again to the question of Deacon's life purpose. He will be a great reformer, but whether in law, politics, of the work of the spirit was not yet clear. This is this is from Professor Judith Brett, who did a bit of a um, like an essay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and so she was asking... She wants... She, so this professor, she wanted to know, like... Forget about the spirits and all that shit that he's thinking about. Like, what psychology did this play? Yeah. In, in him, right? What's someone with this, these thoughts and feelings... How are they going to act in public life?
1: Well, it sounds like he didn't do too bad. He- well, yeah.
0: Well, so... And also the seances he's doing. So he's doing all this active shit to like bring him about. It's not like he's going through life and they're being, like he's thinking about them. He's actually trying to get them to come to him, right? Um, <laughs> which is another thing. the spirits yeah, to him. Yeah, because he's doing the seances, man. And so what she thinks is, uh, I'll just read what she says. So she, the answer, I think, is that they reassured him and gave him confidence. Uh, and they fed his convic- conviction that he was special, singled out by destiny for great work
1: look it's a great motivator (laughs) you know what i mean like if i if i had some spirit who would have to come to
0: to me who would come who who, but who would have to who would have to be for you to be like all right i'm gonna just totally change your perspective and like the next day you're gonna be like like getting people to like get you like on the ballot sheet for some like election paul
1: walker (laughs) (laughs) i mean like uh I don't know look, dude, No one's going to change my mind Is like, it
0: like Is it, it like a goat ghastly Like at the moment of his death Paul Walker Or like a yeah, He's on fire Okay <laughs> He's still in the Porsche seat <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: He's like one melted he Porsche Yeah
1: he's just like He, he can't Body. be removed from it You know what I mean um, No 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 I don't know man I don't know I don't, Honestly, not I don't think I think it, the There's nothing that could ever make me No matter how supernatural The event would be nothing good maybe when i run for office i, I would it, my brain works too much in the in that i would be witnessing something tremendously like crazy that i would almost go to the point of being nihilistic about the rest of my life yeah you know what i mean like oh there's something after this okay well what's the point of running for office <laughs> i'd almost i i actually probably be close to killing myself to to get to that next world I don't know, that i would seeing, be for running for office
0: dude if you're seeing a melted for uh, a poor seat it, like floating around you I think you'd be questioning whether or not you want to go to that place Yes, like, true is that your final form Paul?
1: yeah I'm like <laughs> okay, how do I how did I kill myself how would I yeah what would I look like you, you start thinking about how you're going to kill yourself to look the best in the afterlife yeah pills
0: p- oh pills all the way man.
1: yeah pills yeah it's not common for uh, men pills aren't, p- pills are far more common for women but anyway it's not it's a bit. how do men kill themselves um, then? Um, oh? hanging guns Violent acts yeah. are, are way more common for men, because men men want it, we want it done, right?
0: Yeah, and women
1: want it soft.
0: That's right. And
1: that's that's not a that's not a like generalization that you know, but that is that is what information is shown, from what I've read.
0: Why do you just drive the car into a wall?
1: It takes a it takes a lot of like mental and uh, emotional strength. To do yeah, something true. so fundamentally wrong, yeah. You know, because it's like it's like um trying to. Have you ever been in hospital and that like they go, like they give you the thing to pee in in bed because you can't get up. Oh yeah. Like I've had surgery and I've been lying in bed and like you can't get up, right? Because like abdominal surgery, and they give you the bottle and you just pee into the bottle and they say, okay, just go. Yeah. And and you go, this is so wrong. <laughs> I've been taught my whole life not to pee in the bed, yeah. right? And now you all of a sudden you're telling me it's it's such a mental barrier to overcome. But then try and try and kill yourself by running into a wall. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, what a turn. A turn. Uh, well, look. Let's uh, let's end on this one. Still, I think it's quite relatively short. But look, let's um, let's put Deacon to bed, figuratively and metaphorically, and spiritually. Spiritually to bed what uh, um, out of all the out of all the prime ministers we've talked about what do you do you share the same enthusiasm and, and uh, respect that I do for, for Deakin? or is it I actually don't yeah
1: okay. I think he was like probably the most politically savvy mm-hmm. but I'm, actually I'll, t- I'll take that back probably yes but not in a modern sense probably yeah. he has my respect for being as politically savvy as he was for the time now, that's probably just saying because the bar's kind of low. Because these people didn't spend their whole lives going to the extent of, you know, I'm going to run for office and I'm going to, you know. Like, people I know who wanted to get into politics school were starting in school. Yeah,
0: they, were, were, they were dedicated. To that they, yeah,
1: man. They were out campaigning on yeah. weekends with the, you know, Kevin 07. I remember people
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, people getting out there on the weekends. And this is when they're 16, 17. Whereas these guys, they, they don't know what they're doing. You know, they're just it's around the
0: corner. It's like, oh, we could go federate.
1: Oh yeah, oh I could do. That. Like let's do it, and then you know what? I'll be the prime minister of an entire country.
0: Yeah, like that's a it's a big ask of a person I mean, who's not
1: not necessarily been prepared for it. So they do yes. have
0: some state, what well, like culinary?
1: No, I know, and some of them colony. were the premiers of their of their states before they went into office as well, which is good. But it's still not like they spent. You know, a lot of these people were like. Lawyers before, yeah, or accountants, or, or accountants. Miners. I think um, what was what was Deacon? He's a lawyer. Yeah, he oh, that's and, right. And he defended journalist. um, the potential Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah, but but that's what I mean. Like, yes, okay, so he couldn't hold at like a fucking full term.
0: Mm. That's for me. You don't get well, respect. Did, so that's sec- his second term. He did three years,
1: but is that a full term? Did he get elected yeah, in an election and then get? outed in an election yeah I think he won that election from but he didn't get elected he, he got the majority by the fusion party
0: yeah well so technically he like took it by the well, no I think that was when he was a protectionist still so he won on that okay yeah on that ticket well anyway okay Um, there he's one of the only people yeah. that we've talked about that's been able to hold onto a full
1: election cycle or a full term
0: well not really period. because then Labour kicked him out
1: Okay, so yeah, he loses points. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, it, relative labor, yeah. to his relative to his predecessors, yeah, he gets mine.
0: But he did he did that. So he held on to that with the threat of labor hanging over him the whole time, which is pretty pretty astounding. Like he managed to keep that together.
1: Yeah, but again, his opponents
0: weren't political savants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they he, were. He's probably outmatching everybody
1: there, was not he? Yeah. I think he was ahead of the head of the game, for the time. I think that's it what I like appreciate. It.
0: Yeah. Because he
1: had all these moves. He was House of Cards in it, right?
0: Yeah. Because like even Reed couldn't. I mean Reed who was the free trader, the only free trader, um, prime minister, George yeah. Reid, um, just seeing how that played out when. He pissed off Deacon and Deacon's like well no you're done now
1: yeah I'll I'll end your career
0: yeah and did it at a certain time where he could yeah he could kind of manoeuvre and that's where his second term came in and he was there for the longest time out of all these terms so there's something he said about that right like he Hmm. he he picked his moments he bided his time he understood the landscape so well Um, he's well liked smart dude Really smart, dude. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I what think. I, I think of of from what I understand of
1: people at the time, he was a great person to lead the country.
0: Yeah, I just, the only thing is like the the spiritualism and the seances and the believing ghosts. And yeah, all that
1: but bullshit. The, You know, we talk about the that woman who did. Well, I think it was a woman that you mentioned that did that essay. Yeah. Right, and mm-hmm. how, how did that factor into his psychology? I mean, did he didn't implement any. Crazy ass policies That were like mm. Everyone has to pray Six times a day
0: Like True And it's not like <laughs> It's not like Any wit in Scientology Or anything that Some like Really successful people today it's Abide
1: by It's far less crazy Than Scientology so true. It really like, is not Like He actually Anyway let's not get into it It <laughs> will be boycotted But Scientology Is a very litigious organisation So let's just not <laughs> Let's not poke that bear not that we're big enough that, I, like, if anyone's a Scientologist and you listen to us, um, just let me know if any of our Scientology mm. uh, discussion is, is offensive, i am yeah. keen to
0: understand. Yeah, actually, guys, if you are listening, I'm praying Does that our know? next Prime Minister oh. will be a Scientologist. We'll pr- wait, praying? Do you guys pray? I don't know. I'm, I'm um, putting up my vision board. I don't know what I think it's do. a, s-
1: they, they uh, what's the Thetans? Thetas? Thetans? 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 Well, like out of body things. experience or something. No, no, no. The Thetans. It's the thing that they measure in the E meter. Oh, that's right. The Thetans. But do they get any? Is, is that? I thought just. Those just are just like, like the a... no, no. Those are the souls of all the people who died in the volcano. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Because Zenu put Zenu. Or yeah. like Dalian
0: race. Anyway, let's we're, we're taking a turn. Yeah, look, we're just here now, and we're going to we're going to want these to do so. No. <laughs> yeah. We're going home. <laughs> and. And, well, let's uh, let's just cut there. Uh, that was Deacon, guys.